Debs, there's a couple of good things about South Australia, right? And what is that, Mads? One, the Barossa Valley, of yes, course. absolutely. And maybe a Grenache. Uh, two, the housing market. Absolutely. Stayed pretty buoyant. And three, Timothy Mann, Ray White Barossa Valley, really incorporating two of the best things of South Australia, I'll tell you what. And he's rated five stars on realestate.com, Deeble. Well, if you're ever going to sell a house in the Barossa Valley, you're going to hit up Timmy, are you? Timothy Mann, Ray White, Barossa Valley, 0497 229 387. Let's go. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Let's right. actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been... Very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the Image Online studio in Abbotsford, joined by my co-host, Madison Clark. How are you, Mads? I'm well, mate. I'm well. I'm well. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. It's nice and comfy in here. It's good. We've got the nice setup, don't we? The nice chairs. Different setup. I like it. Um... I'm very, very happy with the way our boys performed on Friday night. It's actually really nice to have you back into the the swing of the footy things. I think it was taking you a little bit to warm up, but I really felt it coming from you over the weekend that you saw your bloods out there and the big fella, Madison Clark, he's ready to go for a big 2023. I did. I've never given a <laughs> stuff about preseason. Yeah, I'd say it's well and truly couldn't, fair enough. Couldn't care less. People are, oh, he's training their house down. He's don't. training. He's oh, playing. Oh, God, I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah. But um, contrary to that, phenomenal display. I thought it was a really, really, really tight professional display from a team that has had question marks over them uh, throughout the media based on our performance in, uh, in the last Saturday in September. So it was good to uh, to put some of those criticisms to rest, Debel. Yeah, it's always good to chalk up an early victory and it's always good to start like that. Bloody oath. And, and that's sort of what, what we need to do going into this year is, you know, bank wins early and come out in games and not having to play catch-up, get up by those six, seven goals. Because the as we saw last year, the competition is very even. And yep. if you're off that 10 15%, you're probably going to get done. But it's, when you come out, and we call it the six-goal rule on here, Mads, and although it's a preseason game, it doesn't matter. But if you get up by those six goals or so, you're not losing too many. And, Debs, here's the thing. This is why people – this is why it's so hard to make a grand final, right? And especially if you lose one, this is the pain in the ass about it, is because every team gets incrementally better every year. Yeah. So for you to be in the grand final and lose the grand final, you've got to find a way to essentially, quote, unquote, break the glass ceiling and get better. And that's probably the hardest position to be in, right? So the start of the season is just bloody critical for yeah. us. Absolutely critical. Because, I mean, if, you know, you just got to get that confidence back up. Young team, I'm sure we'll be right. Yeah, I guess get the wheels into motion early. And with a few injury concerns on our list, yeah. um, you know, Paps was off with some bruised ribs, I think. Millsy's got some soreness going around. Both those guys should be right for round one. But, you know, to see the likes of, you know, Errol Goulden. Oh, mate. Our man, Errol. Mate. 
put the brown line around his neck already, Devil. <laughs> Jeez, it was sensational. It's like, yes, it's just a practice game faithful. We know that, right? But for to know that we have a player on our list against capable AFL opposition who can go out there, find the footy, 45 touches of the best, and find the scoreboard, a little bit of scoreboard impact from our midfielders, and don't we love that, Matt? Oh, we love a little we bit of scoreboard We love a little impact. bit of scoreboard but, impact. But look, it was... Just his tenacity around the footy, right? He's had five tackles. He's had 45 touches. 30 of them were kick saves. 30. Yeah. That's nuts. It's insane, isn't it? And look, this, again, you mentioned it. More midfield minutes is is key for for Errol. We've found the the final piece of the midfield puzzle, I I solemnly believe, Devil. And, I mean, he's got the best left peg in the league, (laughs) Devil. I love that. I love that. Shout out to the Blues Brothers or whatever they call themselves on uh, on Instagram. They said, uh, Zach Fisher says hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this was like during the week. And then first goal of the game, Errol from outside 50, just putting it through goalpost high. It's things we love to see, man. Well, we do, Debo. Now, someone else I really liked, and he's copped it a lot, is Peter Laddams. Yeah. Now, now that man... Seemingly got injured four times during that game. At least, at least. Has the man got a glass jaw or oh, something, Dave? When he got that one on the jaw yep. and he was holding it, it was like, I've got a broken jaw. I was thinking, okay, there's six weeks Six gone. weeks at least. Five for now. Yeah. But he, he came on, played fine. It's Credit to like, him. Yeah, maybe he's just got to toughen up a bit, old I Pete. Think, like I he, think so. You know, he plays tough. Quote, a, but you he's, know, he's an SA devil, yeah. Um, but look, let's have a look at his numbers. So, he, in terms of hit out, uh, he's a more than capable ruckman, isn't he? Is. And I think the more ruck work he does, the more proficient he's going to get. Oh, 100%. And you know, the more he's working with our midfield and they sort of learn their setup plans, and he gets around the ground really well. Yeah. So, that that's not the issue, it's more just you know, being effective from hit out. Well, yeah, I mean, look, he only had he had forty one ruck contests, thirteen hit outs. Yeah. It's not not great. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look, as we've said, there's a lot of upside for Laddams. And again, contrary to what people say, I don't mind his aggression. Yeah. I, I like they, the aggression. It's just gotta so be honest in a certain way, Debo. Yeah, you gotta channel it. Well, you can't hurt your team. By being aggressive, right? Yep. You can't be giving away 50-meter penalties. You can't be getting suspended. The man could have played a grand final last year. Yeah, you Should have. Would have made a big difference big too. Big difference. For and sure. It's just, just stupidity and that, that he he didn't get to do that. But that's all learning, right? Yeah. So hopefully uh, it's, it's a bloody big year for him, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and I think that with, with the ruck division, like Hickey's going to be similar to Bud, I think. You know, he's... If his body's fit, he's probably playing those fifteen games. I reckon fifteen. That, that's yeah. all you're getting out of him. Yep. He's sort of he's labouring around a little bit towards the end of last year, and you know, got a um, bit of a bath in that grand final, and it was tough sort of being the only ruckman out there with Reed going down as well. I understand that, but you know, if we get an up and firing Pete Laddams, it's going to help so much to our structure. Oh, it's critical. It's absolutely critical. I mean, look, most even most teams are playing with two ruckmen. Yeah. Now, whether we do it, I'm not sure. Because, like, we had, do have that Sam Reid sort of decoy. And in the rocket, he he does really well when he's in there. Yeah, he's like, he competes. Lot, he's still got a lot to prove to, for me, David. <laughs> I, uh, think he just, uh, I think he just owes you. Yeah, he owes, owes us. He owes us a lot. Us. 
Yeah. He owes the faithful a lot, too. The table. faithful deserve a bit out of Sam You know, there, are, no so, doubt. there are so many people that are very... Um, very pro Sam Reed. Yeah. I imagine they're the same types of people that were very pro Jack Watts. You know, yeah. <laughs> just, he could do no wrong. They were just, yeah, I love Jack Watts or I love Sam Reed. Um, and, and that's funny about, funny about footy, right? But geez, he owes us. Jeez, he yeah. owes us. How'd he go on the weekend? Let's have a look. Well, he kicked that switch. nice left foot yeah, snap, finished in the first yeah. quarter. That yeah, was a... Nice to see. Hey, that's what he should be doing week in, week out. Yeah. For mine. For yours, Matt. Um, but, look, just getting back to Errol. Yeah. With such a dominant performance, <clears throat> I mean, that that is – this is the exciting thing about these academy players, right? Because they've just been so well drilled for such a long time. The penny just drops at some point. Like yeah. it did with – I mean, I know Mills won the Rising Star, and that's great. But when the penny drops for them, they just go from strength to strength. Yeah, and I can see this happening with Goulden this year. With, with yeah, with, just a with real Errol. like if if last year wasn't a breakout year, this definitely yeah you could is. you could just see it last year, man. It's yeah. players just have something, and to come in from your first game and make an impact, like not too many do it and are consistent. Yeah. as he has been through his first two years, is going to be such a, a vital cog to what we do this year, and it's nearly. It's, it's the finishing touch on that midfield because, you know, you've got your Warners, you know, bursting out a contest, can earn the hard pill as well. And then you've got Errol who's going to be doing both. He can go in and get it, but he can distribute it on the outside as well when you've got mm. Parker going in and under and you've got Mills going in and under as well, you know, and dishing out to, you know, Chad who can explode away and Errol who can execute by foot. Like that is going to bring sides undone in the middle. That's a that's a that's a midfield that's gonna go with your Clayton Olivers, with your Petrarcas, right? We saw we saw that on the MCG twice last year, and they right? won too. It's uh, it's, it's really exciting. One name you perhaps didn't mention there, Robottom. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. We've got a really good mix between inside outside. Yeah. Um. So if we can get with the speed too, man. Totally. We, that's what's something we probably haven't had the last couple of years. We had, but previous to that, we've never had that in the midfield. Well, we've just had balls. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can get away with, as as we did for a long time. Yep. But you know what? That's probably where we were slightly let down in the 2016 grand final. We just didn't have the speed. Speed. Of, the foot, of Footscray. Um, but I, I think with that midfield, we've got, as I said, such good mix. And if we can just get work the ruck thing out. And, I mean, that Lockie McT- McAndrew probably got a little while to go, but showed decent signs as well. So, yeah. You know, there's, for sure. there's some things waiting in there. And, and I think if Hickey gets right and Laddams performs, that solves the problem. Totally. Like, it's li- totally. The, the solution is there. Now, touching on a player whose game was massive and hasn't really been spoken about, because I don't know if you watched uh, 360 last night, the first episode back, Matt. No interest. But... We were literally mentioned for 20 seconds for knocking off Carlton, who was supposed to be, you know, this big up-and-coming side this year. Mm. Oh, they're going to make top four, all this type of shit. We Gimps. smoke them in the first quarter, and we get a, about 20, 20 seconds on 360. I don't know what else you expected, Dave. And that's why we do the potty, Faithful. That's we're right. getting it out. Yeah, 6 a.m. on your Wednesday mornings. We're there. <laughs> we're there for you, Faithful. But this man's game was epic, mate. He had 60% game time. 
and he looked dangerous, and he's had the 18 touches, and it was the Nick Lizard Blakey. Yeah, he was, he was good. The runoff halfback Mate, was mint. Just got in the right positions at the right time and broke lines and disposal was good, and he's such a weapon. And I think we lost a bit of that from him in the back end of last year. I, I just think he had a different role yeah, to play. Yeah, like, I don't that's think, what I mean. I think yeah. it was more coaching that sort of nullified that. I don't think it was necessarily dropping form or no, I, uh, I totally changing agree. confidence, you know. That, uh, he was just playing a different role. He was playing more of a sort of at-home defensive role, not an offensive um, sort of backman. Yeah. Um, but he was essentially doing, and they talked about a lot on the commentary, he was doing what Carlton were afraid to do on the night, and that was actually attack the footy and attack the game, yeah. uh, take risks. You know, he's... Got to be one of the quickest players in the league, 100%. surely. 100%. And he's huge, mate. He's like 194. Yeah. He, he, but he's such a weapon, Mads. You're like, it's unbelievable how that how can open the game. So good, man. Like, yeah. He's a, I'm really looking forward to what the Liz can do this year. Yeah, huge. Um, I mean, like, has he had a breakout? Yeah, I'd argue yes. But, I mean... It's just... He's got another level in him. Well, bro, you know? what, what I'm so excited about is these these guys who, you know, haven't played a lot of footy, have now had two finals wins and a grand yeah. final appearance. That is the sort of thing. It's that sort of experience that takes you to the next level. Can you imagine all these talented players throughout the years that have been, that have had it in them, but just haven't been in the environment where you can go, okay, I'm... I'm ready to go with this group of guys and take the next step yeah. and be a better player. There's so many of those stories out there where people probably never reach their potential. But I, I feel so comfortable with this group that they're in a position where they can all sort of ascend together, yeah. um, which I, is which is so cool. Which I think is what, what we've done, you know, the last four years. You know, four years, we're sitting, years ago, we're sitting in 16th. Yep. Like now we're we're pushing top four playing in grand finals. Like that and they've come up together and that and there's that cohesion there. Yeah. You feel like that that real team spirit, blood spirit yep. is there and it's uh it can just go to this this next level next year. Whether we got there one year or two early. Yep. We said it last week. But yeah, I'm just so keen for us to go out there and execute. Speaking of people with speed. And uh, a little bit of scoreboard impact. Oh, we love a little bit of scoreboard He's impact. He's been on the outer. Part of that is because of injuries, right? Yeah. But Harry Cunningham actually really impressed me. Yeah. yeah. It, you forgot what Harry Cunningham could do. He he, he looked real sharp in that first half or so. He's like a pressure a, forward deep. Yeah. At the end of the day. But, you know, it probably he's playing half back when... You know, playing a defensive role yeah, but he can when be he went pressure, out. He yeah. can be a pre- pressure forward, you know. Yeah, yeah there, there's probably a role. Because who, who have we got playing pressure forward? Like, it, you got Paps and that, you know. that That's probably the Sam Wicks role. Like, yep. when when Harry's got the wheels, man. Totally. Can go. He, totally. That could be the role that he plays this year. Yeah, I, like, I honestly see value in having him up forward. Because at the end of the day, where does he fit in down back? Where yeah, he Ollie, he's can't. There's nowhere down there. there that's that's there what is I mean. Nowhere. He's got it. You've got to reinvent yourself as a player. And it, this kid's still 29 years old. You know, there's still there's still years left in left in his body. Yeah. So he could come round one. Harry Cunningham could be playing the Ryan Clark role. That's right. Because so Clark's going to be out for you know the 
the first two, three weeks of the season with a calf or something like that, that I think. That's what I think. And yep. I think he can play that role. Yeah, I, li- I like it. I like it. It's And he knows how we play and he, d- he just looks sharp. That's the word I can use on the weekend. Mm. Look really good. Really happy with his game. What do you think of Matty Roberts? Matty Roberts didn't notice too much of him on the ground. Bit of an in and un- under bull. Yeah. Good Powerful. body, good body size. Mm. Uh, definitely the potential to go there. Good, good depth for that midfield. Um, yep. I would like to see us breed one or two this year. They, some some guys need Sheldrick and Roberts. You yeah, they're, they're the two who can sort of. They need to be given those five six games in a row. See if they're ready to go to that net level to play AFL footy. But mm-hmm. you, you need to be given the chance. You don't need to be given the thrown around, throw around like they did Dill Stevens. Can't do it. They're Can't like, do it, Dable. It's my pet hate, Dable. Yeah. If, they're, you know, if they're ready and they show you something, give them a shot. It's just not helpful. Nah, it's not. It's not helpful at all. Um, and it's stunted Dylan's growth. Speaking of which... Thought he, he looks a bit more sizable now. Yeah, it's going to be pretty key for out there on that wing, and I think he plays it really well. He's he's got the engine to run up and down the ground, and he holds his width really well, and he gets into those positions uh, out on the wing. So yeah, looking forward to what Dill can do this year as well. Really showed Good. a bit in that final series. My man. Your man. My man. Yeah. Big time. We, we, we love Dill. We the, love Dill. Yeah, it's good to see someone come back from a bit of adversity. You know? Oh, just, yeah, just to be able to sort of stick with it and go, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to play a bit of AFL, but I'm going to keep going. Yeah, because so. he would have been pissed off, man. Like, oh, you, you know, understand. You know, clubs were uh, approaching him. I think Collingwood were looking at him or something like that. And then, you know, he committed to the club. And then that first six to eight weeks of that season, or last year it was, you know, he just wasn't getting a look in. Yeah. And then he was in for one, out for two, you know, just and then eventually got a run at it and showed us what he could do. So Love it. Awesome to see um, a player do that. Really good. Um, but, yeah, look, just, just the game generally. If we can play like that, if we can do that for – who we got? Let's go the first five. Just one name I'll bring up to you, Mads. Yeah, while I'm looking. Which is up. interesting going via stats. Yeah, please. Our man, Logan McDonald, he's had the, the 12 touches on the weekend and he's had 10 grabs. I even saw him sort of working back there in defence at times, but work rate's there, mate. That's that's a workman-like game. Yeah, he didn't hit the scoreboard, which he isn't ideal, but we were flogging him, we're up, there's no issues. But... He, to work up and down the ground like that, have that versatility, it, it's going to click this year and he's going to like put him, throw himself into this competition. A couple of key things for me. For yours. When he, in that quali yeah. against Melbourne, after the Robbie Fox, Dane Rampey, you know. Smother, um, epic. Desperados. Desperados, yeah. <laughs> um, he was there receiving the kick out yeah. from Lloyd, yep. I believe it was, I think. Um, and that shows his work rate, and he did that again on yeah. Friday night for sure. And you know what else I love? What do you love? Got rid of his haircut. <laughs> yeah, the shape. Because he looked like a gimp. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like an he's not That's that's not an intimidating man with no. that haircut. Yeah. He now looks, you know, it matches his 
tree trunk legs deeble. Yes. Shaved head. I like <laughs> it's that. It's good. Just needs to work on the fade a little bit. Needs yep. to get a bit yep. Of, yep. bit yep. more shape to the head. Uh, maybe just give Deeble a call. Yeah, I'll, send, I'll, and just really I'll send you through to my barber. You know, fresh fade. <laughs> we'll get you sorted for a, a day out on the G. That's for sure. Look good, play good. That was always the, the what, what do they call it? The sentiment when I yes. went out and played. Yes. You know, it's like, look fresh, look good, play good. And if you don't know Faithful, Deeble was actually... Uh, Scouted in his junior footy days. I was, so. yeah, absolutely. It could play. I think what was it ninety five goals in under oh, under fourteen. Just, I think just it was. But who's playing out of the square? I'm not too sure though. <laughs> not too uh, sure. Now, our first five weeks are interesting. Yep. Because we'll, we'll go on the practice game, but if we can put put in a performance, you know, three quarters as good as that. Yeah. We've got Gold Coast away, Hawthorne SCG, Melbourne MCG. Port SCG, um, and then we've got Richmond, Adelaide Oval at Gather Round. Some tough games there. Now, well, to me, if we can go three and two, yeah, that's what which I, I, I solemnly expect we will. That's the par score. I, yeah, I 100% agree. But the first two games, I want the margin to be like it was on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. To me... That is the pass. This year, we need to put teams to the sword that are worse than us. Yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. We're not. We're not in a, a period where we're all just sort of finding our feet and learning. We're in a grand final last year. Forty-five points or more for the first two rounds. <laughs> yeah. it needs to be. It, it would be nice. It's like whether that those things happen yet. You, you don't know, but. Well, it, no, it, we don't know, but I would really like it to happen, Debo, because I think we we need to be that side. We need to have that killer instinct this year. Yeah, yeah, can't and it, be dropping games like that. Yeah, it makes a big difference come the end of the year, absolutely. Like, like, because you know we got you know outdone for a home uh, quali by percentage yep. at the end of the day. So you know, percentage does come into it, and it's always important to you know put the foot on the throat when um. When you're up and you're flogging sides, it's yeah, don't don't give up. It's huge. It's yeah, it's right huge. at home Can't and, and be dropping a game to Hawthorne or yeah, Gold Coast. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's it's so exciting. I just I just think everyone craps on about how oh we haven't added added anyone to our list and all these type of things where people forget that not last year, the year before. 2021, we had the first three rising stars of the year, and that's the first one, first time it's ever been done. Yeah, and these players are in, had two pre seasons, right? Braden Campbell looks like he's going to go to a level this year. You can see it in him. Yep. You know, you saw that Look left foot, angry. that left foot that he's got as well. It's like who's his better? But he he's hungry. That's where the improvement comes from, Matt. For see sure. these guys, it, like Errol Goulden could be a bloody top. 15 player by the end of the year of the league. Wholeheartedly agree. I don't think that's going over the top. No. No, I don't think it's going over the top at all. You know? Just based off what you what we've seen last year and on Friday night. Yeah. Still it's, it's a practice match, it's still an AFL football game. 100%. 100% Come but on. Come on. Buddy Kane. But but, uh, but you, you make a good point about you know what, what have we added in terms of list. You, you, sometimes you don't need to add anything. This is the well, thing. This is what people need to understand. Sometimes less is more. Keeping keeping cohesion, keeping people who know each other, who have been through a lot together, yeah. together, 
you know, well, what I what I took from it mostly is that no one really left. Yeah. No one no one requested a trade. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, we de- we delisted players that needed to get delisted. Yeah. How, or, more, hey, look, best of luck to them, but there were some list cloggers that we delisted. Yeah. And a, a happy footy club is a is when you're going to give your players and and your club the best opportunity to perform. And totally. I think it's a pretty happy club down there at the moment. I would yeah, say so. Yeah, we got flogged by 80 points in a grand final, right? But, you know, you don't see them throwing, you know, the baby out with the bathwater, do you? You don't, it's, Dave. It's, it's cool, calm heads at the top. There's good leadership um, on ground and, and at board level as well. And, yeah, it's the the nucleus is there for us to really make an impact this and, year. And look, no, nothing says that more than horse signing on for a couple more years. A couple more years, big news last week, and huge. Yeah, that is massive news, Mads. I'm glad you touched on it, and it's it's funny how uh, you know how far an individual can take a footy club. Like, and, well, and what what's it? It's twelve years he's been 12 there now. Years, yeah, I must say, you'd want another flag. Yeah. You need one, and we're it's getting into Ken Hinckley territory. Yeah, well, he, we've won one, though. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I know, but we're everything's there. We've shown we were close, mate. So close. We have got the weapons to be able to do this. Yeah, we really do. We do. I have not not one ounce of me is concerned that we will drop off, uh, like everyone's saying. I have I have no worries about that whatsoever. It just doesn't look like it's going to be an issue in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. How do do you feel? Yeah. Because when when people say that, what's your sort of immediate innate reaction? uh, It pisses me off. It's just like everyone just follows trends. Because you're concerned, or does it piss you off because you know it's not true? I know it's not true. And because people just like to follow the pack generally, you know, their sheep. And it's. And it just all stems from the top, right? Geelong won the flag last year. They recruited players. That's what you have to do to win a flag. And then, you know, the mainstream media are like, oh, Swans haven't recruited anyone of a big, like a yep. big name. It's like, they're not going to improve. They're going to go backwards. Oh, they got flogged in a grand final. Yep. For the last four teams have lost by 10 plus goals. Don't make the finals next year. Yep. It's like, it, it's not how it works. Yeah. Each individual game it's like the old, oh, we beat Hawthorne, but Hawthorne beat Melbourne. Yeah, and then, you know, oh, yeah. we should win by yeah. fucking 40 no, was, points. That you know? was all the Pies supporters. Like, oh, yeah, we, we lost by you by a point. We lost to Geelong by four points. Therefore, we would have won the grand, grand final. final. You're yeah. a peanut. Yeah. You're an absolute peanut. It's just not the way shit works. Yeah. And I, it's, I'm so confident in what we have there. We have the weapons. We've got the young gun forward. We've got the experience forward. We've got the experienced midfielders. We've got the young gun midfielders, yeah. right? And then we've got the the serviceable back back line, which the reliable, the reliable back line. Reliable yeah. back line. And, that, and that's where you nearly win premierships is your back line. They have to be able to defend goals, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think with it, you know, you got Rams back there. He's going to be so hungry this year. Rams are going to be so hungry. Well, because clock's ticking for him, isn't it? That's it. And you've got the McCartan boys, two brothers playing together. I'm t- I bet you they want to win a flag. Like Ooh, everyone, yeah. you know, Ooh, yeah. everyone's going to be in it together. And I'm I'm just so confident in our ability. Yeah. Same. Big Same. time. 100%. Well, that about wraps us up first segments. I think so. And do you know what we've got next? What have we got? A little bit of social engagement. Jeez, we love a little bit of social engagement, don't we? Let's go. We'll be back.
Debs, I was having a chat to Timothy Mann at Ray White Barossa Valley. Yes. You know what he said to me? What did Very he say? Very knowledgeable man, Tim. He is. He let me know that the median listing price for houses is $485,000 in that area. Now, Debs, with rates going up, that sounds pretty bloody affordable to me. Very affordable. Now, if you are uh, perhaps looking at uh, at selling, buying, investing, whatever, um, give Timothy Mann a call on 0497 229 387 or shoot him an email at timothy.mann, at raywhite.com. He is your man in the know for anything property related in the Barossa Valley, South Australia and beyond. Welcome back to True Bloods. Debel, it's the social segment. It is the social segment. We love a bit of social engagement. We absolutely do. You know who else does, Debel? Who does? Our proud sponsor of the social seg, Wheeler's Oyster Farm. Uh, at 162 Arthur Kane Drive, Pambula, New South Wales. Jimmy Wheeler, very handsome man. If you pop down and see Jimmy at the shed and mention True Bloods podcast uh, at the farm gate, you will receive 20% off. How good is that, table? How good is that? Opened or unopened oysters. They are sensational oysters, um, Mads. And if you jump on their Instagram as well, Oyster Wheeler's Oyster Farm on the Instagram um, and give them a follow. Love that. Thanks for jumping on, Jimmy. Uh, but the social seg, Deeble. Yes. We've got uh, a few people who've come through. I did pose a question to the faithful. Yeah, posed a question to the faithful. We're hashtag ask hashtag the faithful. ask the faithful, Deeble. And this is what I said. I said, with the 2023 season almost upon us, who on the fringes of the side do you think will lock in a spot in the best 22? And uh, a few people came back with some good responses. Um, some, you know, like Dazzler Hill. Big Dazzler. Big Dazzler Hill. Um, may have been a bit of a mystic Dazzler because he uh, has listened to the first seg without actually listening to it because a random one at <laughs> Harry Cunningham. Yeah, right. I think he can go past the padlock. That's Still, geez, That's a big call. Well, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, it, it, I, I think what we saw from Harry on the weekend showed that, you know, it's definitely a possibility. Well, at the, at the end of the day, you know, Ryan Clark's been a fringe player himself, right? Yeah. And he did enough to secure a spot. There's nothing to say that Harry can't do the same this year, right? Yeah. Um, and Dazzler says, can he take the lockdown forward to another level? Well, yeah, look, I mean, at the end of the day, horses for courses, we've got options, which is great. Yeah, it's a really important role and. yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? The Padlock. Ryan, Ryan Clark, Clark was so effective last year. Played Rizzle, a really Rizzle. important role for us. Now, I've gone with... Uh, I like to go to this man for these type of questions because he's a big uh, VFL aficionado. Oh, I wouldn't be part of the uh, the family, would he? Our, our faithful member and panellist from time to time, Noah Hayden, he goes, my boy Braden is a guarantee. The dude will be all Australian within three years. I'm calling it now. Calling it now, jeez. And he says, although Matt Roberts is getting a lot of minutes and attention in in this pre in these preseason games, it reminds me of a Chad Warner in 2022 preseason where he was getting bulk minutes on the field. By round three, Chad was making headlines. So watch this space. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, you got to listen to it when it's from Noah. Yeah, it's Anything big. VFL related, he's your man. He knows. He does. Uh, Weary Connell. For mine. For yours. For yours, weary. weary. It's got to be Dylan Stevens. After finally getting a solid block of games, he's got the confidence, he's put on the size, and he's got a massive tank proven in the preseason time trials to roam around causing havoc on the wing. My man, Dill. Yeah, Dill, your man. Mm. Yeah, really looking forward to what Dill mm. can do oh, this yeah. year. Yep. 
definitely. I can't even, did we touch a little? We touch a little bit on him in the in the first seg, didn't we? So he's just going to keep building, Dave's. He will he, under the radar sort of operator. If you build, they will come. Correct. Field of dreams, stable. I'm going to go with the bearded swan. He says, I'm really hoping uh, Lockie McAndrew is a leading ruckman by the end of the year. He has all already been a highlight of the preseason. Also, have a huge belief in Will Gould's potential, but availability will be the key there. Now, he should probably do want, touch. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. The, on, the elephant we, in the room? The elephant in the room with a lot of Bloods supporters and the faithful. His name comes up and you just don't really know what's going on. It's... It's a real funny one. People were sort of saying injuries on, uh, you know, over this preseason, but then he was playing games in the VFL. So I don't, that doesn't sort of make sense. And if there was a huge big issue um, with Will Gould, he wouldn't have been given another contract. Well, so that, that, therein lies the question, right? And I think we did a great job of, you know, being, being hardcore, being an actual football club, making the, the decisions to say, you're not really fitting into things. You're gone. Yeah. They signed him again. So there's got to be something there. And, I mean, you, you trust the process, right? Fundamentally, and, I mean, we don't know, but could it be a situation where it's a, it's a question of maturity? Is he at the level mentally to be able to slot into the best 22 at the moment? That's the only thing I can think of that would stop him from being in the side deeps. Yeah, look, he's... Definitely not ticking some box. Yep. And it's if we had the answer, everyone would know. It's just yeah, it's a bit speculative. You just don't quite know what's going on there. Yep. Uh but I mean look, at the end of the day, surely he's got to be knocking on the door. What was he? VFL player of the year or something? Yeah, VFL player of the year. Yeah. Uh our our VFL best and fairest. You know, so, so it just makes you wonder. It's like if you if you're performing at that level that way. Yeah, why don't you get it? It just Guernsey? simply doesn't add up, and he's the, he's the type of player we need too, man. It's like he's one ninety four and a hundred kegs or something like that. We like, don't have many of them. No, down back do we? And he he's got the ability to play on that big yeah. gorilla, you know, the the two hundred centimeter forward, which is getting around there with your your Ben and Max Kings and your Mackays and your Charlie Kernows, the big rigs in the competition. He's got the ability to go with them. Yep, um, someone to throw their weight around a little bit down there. That's David. it. So I don't know. It's a watch this space, isn't it? Watch it's, this space. Um, this will be an interesting season for old Willy Boy. I've got a couple of other uh, comments. Yep. If I can just pull it up here. Um, Willie A says Peter Adams. Yep. Got to be the bash brother, Peter Adams. Don't get me wrong. No one was more disappointed with his 2022 season than I but this year is a massive opportunity for Adams to finally earn the right call, right to call himself a number one ruck at an AFL club. Can he do it? He has the talent. He has the opportunity with few genuine rucks on our list. We just need to see him apply himself. My prediction, we see the coming of age of this moustache-clad bruiser. Yeah. I don't mind it. I like it. And I'll go with uh, Bruce Mundell as well. He says, for mine. For yours, Brucey. Yeah, and he's actually written that, for yours, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, for mine. The fringe player who will continue to contribute to some team wave-like tsunami formation and scoreboard impact will be the big man, Peter Adams, who will get rid of all his Port Adelaide foul play behaviour and buy into the bloods and the way we play this season. He might not win the hitouts, and it, but it will be more about his dominant follow-up and general play that will be the difference, the distinct 
difference. Very good. Very good. Tend to agree. 100%. Now, we do have a few voice notes. The faithful do enjoy a voice note or two. They do. I've got one here. Groundskeeper underscore Jared. Yeah, right. We love a groundskeeper on here. We love looking at some good quality grass. Is he on the Instagram? He is. So shout out to your groundskeeper, Jared. He says, Harry Cunningham up forward. Don't mind it. (laughs) There you go. Mystic. 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 Very good. Um, very, very. So very there is good. a few voice notes on there, is there? There is a few voice notes. We we love. Geez, the, the social segment was bloody huge yeah, last massive. year. Massive. It, it's a big part of the show, right? It, it made it. It's so good, and it's like it, it's like back in the day. You know, the social seg five ten minutes, and then it was forty five <laughs> minutes by the end of the year. <laughs> An hour sometimes. So good. Jesus Christ. So good. We'll start off with a veteran, Jake Colin McGuire. G'day, gentlemen. Jake here, DJ Jake from Burnside Heights, Melbourne. Uh, my lock for this year for a bloke who's on the fringes is Angus Shell Dick because he's going to fuck some people this year. Let's go. Oh, boy. Big Angus. Bigger, pretty thick, solid rig, isn't he, yeah, Angus? Yeah, nuggety little bloke. Yeah, played round one last year, I think. Um, and then we had a few injury concerns throughout the year, but... Yeah, look, really looking forward to, you know, blooding a few players this year. It's always good to see that the young draftees come through and um, build on that depth that we already have. It's uh, really important to, you know, blood those players like Sheldrick. It's a good problem to have, right? And it's a sign of a an inherently competent football side. Definitely. That there's, you know, going to be jostling for, for positions. Yeah, it's healthy. Yeah, really healthy. Very healthy. Healthy competition. Um, where's Burnside Heights? Ooh, out the other side of town, I would say. Get there much? No, I haven't been out to Burnside in my travels. I, think I, I was out at Roxburgh Park today, though. Ooh. Interesting side of town. That was where um, Carl Williams got shot by the Morans. Roxburgh Park, yeah. Footy Oval. Yeah. No, no, no. That no, was no. Jason, Jason Moran. Moran. Sorry. Um, there you go. A little bit of history for you. Melbourne history Melbourne for the history. Swans, for the Swans uh, <laughs> up in there in Sydney. Um, now, what we've got is now, I may pronounce this wrong. It's got a bit of an Italian feel to it. Nick Bolsagna. Bolsagna. Or Bolsagna, if you're from uh, <laughs> Roxburgh Park, maybe. All right, here you go. G'day, boys. Nico from Sydney here. Delighted to be responding to the first Ask the Faithful question for 2023. For mine, it has to be a big year from our number six, Logan McDonald. I mean, I saw him in pre-season training and he looks an absolute unit. He's put on some size, cut the hair, and he just looks absolutely ready to dominate. Forget Lynch, Kerno, Jamara, Hugo Hagen. Logan's going to bag 100 and carry us to a flag. You can lock it in right now. But that's all from me, boys. Cheers. Up the swans and up the potty. Yeah, good Nico. We love like that. It. It's uh yeah, Logan's a big one this year. He can he's one who he goes to he improves, you know, fifty percent. Absolutely. Makes a huge difference to our forward line and our structure. When you got a big towering forward like marking, leading, kicking goals, like it, it's huge for your side. What's well, it's old school footy, right? And it's probably what we've lacked. Like Buddy's, Buddy's not really that kind of player. No, you know, different style, different for sure. style. And I'd, I'd love to have a sort of lead up power forward like like Logan McDonald. Yeah, like I'm really excited. Like probably really haven't had one since like Barry Hall. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> legit. Yeah, 
it'd, it'd be really nice to have. Hey, we got one here from Mackenzie Moore. Mackenzie. G'day, boys. Keen for another year of true bloods uh, for the Ask the Faithful question. Um, for me, it's Braden Campbell. Keen to see him launching that left boot off the half back line and the wing this year and really break into the side. And I just want to touch on his mate, Errol Goulden, as well, the old 45 and 3 man. My great story about uh, the game on Friday night is that I got so pissed on Friday night that I forgot what Errol had done and got to wake up on Saturday morning and celebrate for a second time that <laughs> Braden Campbell's good mate Errol had got 45 and 3. Love to see those boys work well together this year. Up the bloods, up the potty. Yeah, that... And this is uh, Mac from Canberra. There you yeah, go. Yes, Mac from Canberra. That's good. That, that'd be a great result. Waking yeah. up and say, oh, Errol's had 45 <laughs> and 3. Not in bad. A, in a practice game. Uh, beautiful. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch on over here to the Farsa book. Ah, so you're on the Instagrams and you're the, just was, flicking over to the Facebooks. I was on the Instagrams. Mm. I'm now on the flicking Facebooks. Flicking over to your Facebooks. Um, here we go. We've got Ali Habak. Ali Habak. Ali Habak is back, Dable. Very good, Mads. What the whole City Swans team need to do, True Bloods, they need to kick low kicks, low kicks this year. Because where did it get us last year, the high kicks? Nowhere. It made us lose the grand final by big margin. True Bloods, Deebs and Mats, it's time we think about kicking low kicks to tie the other whole AFL teams in this year's competition. True Bloods, Deebs and Mats. We waited 12, 13 years of hurt and pain and torment, to be honest with you. 12, 13 years of pain and hurt and torment, Deebs. Yeah, not far off it. Not far off it. Yeah. Um, we kept control of the footy really well on Friday night. Yeah. And we didn't really bomb it long, Deebs. We did. We we didn't. We lowered the eyes. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a clear, concise game plan there. And look, at times you're going to have to bomb to a contest. There, there's no doubt about that. But generally we're, you know, looking to run and gun, move the ball, um, quick in transition, you know, short, precise passes, use our leg skills. We have the players and the ability to use our foot skills. So, yeah, uh, yeah definitely there's an evident game plan there. Well, that's, that's the thing. When you've got the users, you know, when you've got weapons like, you know, Errol, Dill with phenomenal boots. Yeah. Hit up people. Don't just bomb it. Yeah, it's like a, I'm sure um, Braden Campbell might come up oh, absolutely. In, in, in some other messages. But yeah, I'd love to see them use that uh, left peg yeah. from outside 50. Like, it gives you such a, a good look on goals from where you probably wouldn't normally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking Agreed. forward to that. Pots. Big Potsy. G'day, True Bloods. Pots here from Hurlston Park. Great to have you back. Great to have footy back. Here's my player who's going to make it this year. The big fella, Peter Laddams. He was a bit of a goose last year. But he's going to turn it on this year. I had a look at him in the trial. He looked pretty good. He stayed calm when he got a whack. He got stuck in. He could take a mark. He can go forward. He can give us the scoreboard impact, which we love. We love that. I reckon KB and Horse don't often get them wrong, and they haven't got them wrong with this bloke. Just going to take a little time. But he's going to be in our best 22 all season. Get on with it, lads. Tend to agree. Yeah. 100%. And that's what, uh, you know, Peter Laddams has to do. Get on with it. 
prove yourself to the club, uh, he's got a bit of that to be done. But yeah, full full belief in his ability, that's for sure. Well, I mean, you can only go up from where he is yeah. now, right? Yeah, not you're not wrong. <laughs> um, Wazza Brown, big Wazza, good fellow Wazza. He is. G'day, boys. It's Wazza here in Oran Park. How good is it to have the True Bloods back on the air? The Big Bash didn't quite cut it in the off-season. For mine, lads... yours. Yes, still for mine in 2023, Braden Campbell appears to have a solid pre-season in the gym. Looks like he's been hitting the old protein shakes. And his game on Friday night showed great promise for 2023. I've got a little uh, ditty here about Braden Campbell. In the land of Sydney, there is a young man with the skills so great he's part of the plan. His name is Braden Campbell, a true blood. His talent, a sight to behold. His boot hits that footy with a thud. With the ball in hand, he takes control. Running down the field, he plays his role. His speed and agility, a sight to see. Opponents fall back as he's off running free. All right, boys, have a great week up the potty. Very yeah, good. Yeah, was are very good. We love that. We do. Nice. We love the creative nows from the faithful. Because we, we're not so much creative no, in here, not. are we? we're not. And, and like, we, we loved it last year when you got your Gowies, you got your Matty Donnellys, you got your Jake Colin Maguires, yeah. you know, doing their little music mixes and, you know, bringing a laugh to the faithful. It's uh, We love that stuff and we love the passion. You know, when you're... When you are like mid-game and you need to get something off your chest, pull out your phone, get a voice note through to us, and that's what creates the GFC, Matt. The good footy content. content. Especially if you're pissed. Yeah. It's even better. Adds to it. It's even better. It's not our podcast, Debs. It's a Faithful's it's podcast. It's Faithful's podcast. 100%. Uh, now, for someone who has a studio in their house, Daniel Saunders. So reliable. G'day lads, g'day faithful, long time no chat. Saundo from Pennant Hills here. Hope you're all doing well. Hope the summer's treated you guys well, Debs and Mads. Oh fuck, I tell you what, it is bloody hot up here in Sydney. Not exactly footy weather, but nonetheless, footy is back all the same and I'm bloody excited. I don't know if you could tell, um, but yeah, I'm always excited for footy. I've been pining for it over the off season. Um, and so... In terms of the Ask the Faithful question, who do I think is going to break out and solidify their spot in the 22? A player currently on the fringe? Look, it's not exactly going out on a limb to say Braden Campbell, but, you know, I had to say him. He's a Pennant Hills lad, and we've got to stick together, you know? He's just got that raking left leg, um, the type <laughs> the type that gets brought up in Penno at the Demons. Um, he's got the new buzz cut. He looks absolutely fine. Um, whether he's on the wing, a bit of time in the guts, maybe across half forward, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, but I think he just has all the attributes to become a third-year bloomer, a bit like Chad Warner was last year. Ooh. And in speaking of third-year players, you know, I, I don't like getting carried away a lot, but I think Errol Gordon's just about won the Brownlow already. Up the potty and up the fucking swannies. Yeah, Braden Campbell, big one. Touched on him before, but so close to, you know, get really solidifying his position last year, uh, you know, being the the sub in the grand final. Uh, yeah, he's, he's one who can just go bang this year. I just think Errol's going to have the most dominant year. 
Like the most dominant year. Like top top ten player in the league. If he All has Australian? enough time, if he has enough time in the midfield, I think he will be. Man, he's fit. It's not. That's the only reason someone wouldn't play. I'm going to say it now. Yep. All Australian. Yeah. There we go. Big call. Big call. Big call, Max. Hot love, take. <laughs> love, Hot take. Love to hear it, though. I'd love to see um, it. We'd love that. Now, yeah. he loves the beer. He loves the Swannies. He loves Deeble. He loves you, too, I think. Scalesy. Scalesy. G'day, guys. Ah, 2023. It's come along so quickly. Anyway, I'm... Peter Adams is my man, I reckon, this year. We need, we need a ruckman to back up the big uh, tall Jesus or Hickey, Hickey from Nazareth or whatever we want to call <laughs> him. So, uh, big season <laughs> from the big guy from Port Adelaide. Also, guys, um, I'm actually going to be in Queensland for round one, so I'm going to head down. So maybe we could do a bit of a shout-out. If anyone wants to meet up before the game, a bit of a gathering on the, uh, the Gold Coast... I'll be interested anyway. Let's let's see what the interest is up the potty. Oh, Scalzi from Parkdale. I forgot about that. See you, boys. Al Redden. Yeah, good on you, um, Scalzi. Yeah, Lucy will be up there. I think Maddie Donnelly's up there. So we, you can be the head of uh, social events of social True Blood Scalzi. Um, yep. So hit up those guys and uh, that'll be good to see you guys. So you have a drink together and march into the game like the faithful love to do. That, that'll be it for the voice notes tonight, Dable. But if, if somebody wanted to sort of contribute to the voice notes or wanted to leave us a review, well, how would they go about that, Dable? You can typically, if you didn't know, faithful... We're on your Instagrams and we're on your Facebooks, so jump over onto those uh, social channels, drop into our DMs, get those voice notes through. It's uh, yeah, it's what we love. We love to see we it. We love a little bit of social engagement, table. Did that a little? Um, it will wrap us up. Thanks very much for Wheeler's Oyster Farm for for jumping sponsoring on, the segment. Sponsoring the yeah. segment. Um, get down there and uh, say Jimmy at the uh, at the shed. He'll sort you out, and uh, we'll be back to uh, wrap this up. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? Is how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Mads. I got a feeling in my waters. Really? What's that feeling? That you've got a whack of the Yeah, leg. you'd be bloody right, Deeble. Something's been pissing me off. Uh, before I really crack into what's been pissing me off, Deeble, I have to acknowledge our sponsor of the Whack of the Week segment, which is Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning. Now, the owner of said company is Jake Colin Maguire. Yeah, good. Jakey's on board. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what. You know what? This is almost a whack in the week of itself. People not cleaning their windows and gutters deeps. They leave it to... They, they put everything before doing that. Do you know what happens if you don't clean your gutters deeps? What happens? Floods. Yeah. Issues. 100%. Especially roof issues. Yeah, definitely. You should see some of the before and afters that Jakey has on Maverick's... Uh, roof and gutter, uh, window and gutter cleaning, Mad. So the before and afters are unbelievable. So, uh, and you just know he'd be such a hard worker. Hundred percent. So look, get in touch with him. Jake uh, is the owner. Oh four one one six two eight three six four. And if you sort of get on the phone with him or you email him, you text him, 
uh, make sure you mention for mine for a 15% discount. Very generous there from Jakey, and he does fantastic work, and we're um, very happy to have him on board as sponsoring the Whack of the Week. Very, very happy to have him on board. So, um, And he's on your Instagrams and on your Facebooks as well. Definitely, we love now, that. Now, Debel. Yes, Mads. I'm a traditionalist. Yes. And I don't like progress, quite <laughs> frankly. Yeah. I don't like things changing. Yep. And I like one captain, Diebel. One, Just one captain. One singular. I'll tell you what, Diebel, with our group of 22 in our leadership group, I just reckon there's a bit much there. Just a bit much, Diebel. You know what I I long for, Diebel? What's that, I Mads? long for the days of Paul Kelly. Just one man. Just, oh, we're four goals down. I'm going to follow that man into battle and we're going to come back and we're going to win the game. A little bit of vintage, oh, Paul yeah. Kelly. <laughs> no, you just... Now you're looking around, oh, which captain is it this week? Who did the coin toss? It's just ridiculous. Imagine they do a bloody coin toss at the start of the game to figure out who's going to do the coin toss for the game, Debo. <laughs> Jesus uh, Yeah, it's interesting. I don't, I don't know my uh, personal thoughts. I feel a bit uh, not, not quite right going against you, mate. But I don't know. I think it's just because it's always sort of worked for the Swannies. You know, we've sure. always had multiple cap- sure. captains, but... What about a leadership group? Are you happy with sort of a few in there? We could still, still trim it down a little trim bit. Trim it down a little bit, Dable, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, it's a lot. Valid no, point. look, I mean, fundamentally, I, I agree with the leadership group as as a concept. I think that's I think that's great. I mean, I I always like to sort of compare it. It's just a business, right? I, yeah. You compare it to a corporation, and I just think, you know, too many cooks spoil the broth, Dable. And, and I appreciate where you're coming from, that it hasn't really impacted us. But also, Dable, haven't won a grand final since 2012. So, I don't know, maybe change it up a little bit. A few too many fingers in the pie. Yeah, correct, Dable. Too many cooks in the kitchen. But look, thank you, uh, Jake Maguire, who is clearly banking on my heart rate uh, going up a few notches this year. Um, and I will have another one next week. But thank you for jumping on and sponsoring us. Probably got a bit of admin to go through, don't we? We do, mate. We do. So exciting times here at True Bloods. We've got the inaugural True Bloods tipping competition. Yeah, unbelievable. Great idea that's come out of the faithful. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. A few people put their idea, the idea forward, and uh, we've brought it to fruition. Yes, brought Um, it to life table. And everyone's been pretty good. It's a ten dollar entry. Ten dollar entry. Build a bit of a pot. So I'm thinking, you know, sort of a. You know, 70, 70, 30 split, first and second. Second. And then um, a sticker pack for um, for third. Yeah, which is nice. Good, which is good. 100%. Um, so people have been pretty good about paying. I've got a mammoth job to go through and check them off. So if you haven't paid, please pay. That will make my job a whole lot easier. And include your name yes. in, in the reference yeah, uh, some when people, you do pay. See, my name is just Madison Clark yeah. in the tipping contest. Other people have gotten a bit more creative, they which do is get great, a little bit. Yeah. which is great, Dable, but it does make it hard to match up with the uh, old bank statements. That being said, Dable, I think the old uh, undisclosed Big Four bank might be out of the bag. but uh, Well, we'll still run with the gag. We'll run with it. I love the gag. We'll run with it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that for that. And... The merch table. Yeah, merch has gone fantastic. Uh, the bomber jackets are sold out. Really looking forward to getting them um, out to the faithful members so who good jumped for on those board. July afternoon. Oh, it's going to be so good when it's freezing up there in Sydney or Melbourne. They're, and they're sensational quality, mate. Um, old uh, big dog 
clothing. Not raw dog. No, no big dog. They've uh, come on board um, and they yeah, produced a great product. So looking forward to getting them out to the faithful. And also um, the, we've got the Tommy Papley image this year, which is How fantastic. Good. And we've got that on the T-shirt and the crew jumper and the traditional um, True Bloods faithful uh, pack. You've yep. got your, your T-shirt and your hoodie on there. And it's a white hoodie compared to the grey hoodie of last year. So that's a little bit different. And you've got your sticker pack and your stubby holder. On there as well. Still a few of them left. There is. So use code podcast um, at checkout. I think last week we said 5%, but we're upping it to 10%. Um, So use podcast. madness. Use podcast at checkout and treat yourself to a little 10% discount um, there. Deeble, no preview this week. There's no no point. There is no preview, Mads, but um, yeah, there's a few um, things going on. The tipping competition, you got your merch. um, And... um, the Melbourne game round three. Yeah, that'll be the first social event. We'll be getting down to the Union House. Oh, yeah. Now, now the stakes there, Deeble, uh, to die for. Oh, are we talking upper echelon upper stakes, echelon are we? Upper echelon stakes. Yes, so phenomenal. So Medium again, rare for you, Mads? Uh, you know what? I'd probably lean towards rare. They do it well there. Yeah. See, the, the, the nicer place you go to, the rarer you get it. Yeah, yeah. For it's, sure. It's a top-notch pub stake. I like your style. Um, so I reckon I'm thinking midday-ish kickoff. Yeah, perfect. Thought. Yeah, nice so little get afternoon. That, get that booked in, and uh, and there'll be some some beers on the tab. I reckon for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, are there any other back event things? I think everything's going pretty well. We're pretty we're so keen for a big twenty twenty three. Um, yeah, that you guys make the show. So it's all about it's not our podcast. It, it's the faithful show. So when you when you're just sitting there, sometimes I know I'm pissed off about something, and then I get annoyed about something about the Swannies, or they're not talking about us, or you just need a vent, or something Swans related. Get it through to us on the sh- social channels. You might as well. We're always bloody listening to it. I mean, Deeble's glued to his phone on the dating apps and such. So <laughs> you know, if uh, we, you will, you will get answered. Um, we do love just talking absolute shit about the Swannies. So feel free to. And I mean, in, anything you can think of that would make the show better. Fundamentally, we love feedback and uh, constructive criticism. Yeah, we'll, or if you've we'll got any suggestions, or ideas, anything, it's um, yeah. As, as we say, it's your show, and we want to make it as uh, good as we can for you guys. Yeah. But other than that, I think we're good, Deb. We're all good, mate. But, um, yeah, look, this has been True Bloods. Well, thanks to and thanks to Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning. Thanks to Wheeler's Sponsoring Oysters. Wheeler's Oysters. We got uh, Timothy Mann from the Barossa Valley, Ray, Ray White. White. And thank you very much to Image Online for hosting us tonight here at the studio. It's feeling a bit more like the humble abode. It is. It, it's very comfortable in here. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast number one in the hearts number one on the charts mad speaking words of wisdom up the potty Debs, there's a couple of good things about south australia right and what is that mad or one the barossa valley yes, of course absolutely and maybe a grenache uh two the housing market absolutely stayed pretty buoyant and three timothy mann ray white barossa valley Really incorporating two of the best things of South Australia, I'll tell you what. And he's rated five stars on realestate.com, Deeble. Well, if you're ever going to sell a house in the Barossa Valley, you're going to hit up Timmy, are you? Timothy Mann, Ray White, Barossa Valley, 0497 229 387. Let's go.